0: It's weird, something feels totally different around here. It's happening. Welcome back to the pod, y'all. The podcast formerly known as Mads Tads Beyond the Bike. Yes, the difference. We gave it a little facelift. We're calling it something different from here on out. Still your girl Mads, but the podcast will be called Wicked Fearless trying to align all my brands and programs and website and everything just to keep it all a little bit tighter and together and nice and streamlined. I've been thinking about this for a while and earlier this week I was like, you know what? It's it, it's and it's so much about what I want to talk about today because we have this idea in our head of it has to look a certain way, it has to feel a certain way, it has to be perfect, it has to have the perfect colors and the perfect logo and the perfect whatever before we put something out. And the truth is I could have waited to change the name for another year. I could have said, oh, the 200th episode, the three-year anniversary, we will keep putting a lighthouse out another 100 yards and we will keep putting something off and putting a date on something further out and further out and further out until it feels just right. But here's the thing about any of the really high courage shit we're going to do in this world it's never going to feel perfect and it's never going to feel like perfect timing or it's never going to feel quite right and the fact of the matter is and i say this a lot and you're going to hear a lot of little nuggets today so if you're listening maybe have your notes up or like your pen and your paper note time but I relate it to standing at the edge of the diving board or if you're a real adventure seeker, some some people out there like myself, if you've ever gone cliff diving or uh, cliff jumping, sorry, not diving, cliff jumping or jumping off of a high bridge, I think of like the bridge in the vineyard or there's a couple different bridges around or we used to rock dive off of this giant kind of rock cliff. Embankment, in, in, um, I don't even know if this is the right word In Nashville into Kentucky Like, actually it wasn't even Nashville, it was Kentucky Woo! Um, but the longer you stand at the edge, the scarier it gets. And then you start to get into the analysis paralysis of like, what if this happens? What if that happens? Da, 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 da. And I know I'm relating it to something that actually is quite scary. So maybe we bring it back to the diving board. But the longer you stand at the edge of the high dive, the scarier it gets. And that's exactly like anything you're gonna do for yourself, to for your betterment, for your business, for your side hustle. I don't care what you call it. But the longer you stand at the edge of the diving board and you look down, the scarier it gets. And then that analysis paralysis this kind of kicks in and then you're just like frozen in your own fear or frozen in time and you don't move forward you don't move back you're kind of just there and I can't stress this enough be the person that just gets a nice gets a nice like head start and a little run and just woo, fling yourself right off the diving board and I promise you'll figure it out on the way down I'm not saying it's going to be a perfect double back twist out, perfect landing, round off handspring, whatever, but you will figure it out on the way down. That is something I believe wholeheartedly, 100%, I know to be true. And honestly, this conversation beyond, <laughs> beyond like. Around Wicked Fearless really came up last night in my Wicked Fearless coaching program because we talked a lot about social media and social sanity. And what came up a lot was business and comparison and a lot of these other things kind of drew up. And it was something, there were so many points made and my brain was like, I felt like my brain was on fire because I was like, this is so relative. And I've had this conversation so many times this year. And so I know that what's personal is universal and that more people need to hear it. First things first, number one, also if you have not listened to the episode, I believe it was 63, The Starting Blocks, that's a really good one to listen to because I'm going to kind of play off of that. But just start. And if you wait, like I said, at that edge of the diving board to start whatever it is you want, the podcast, the side hustle, the little business, the Etsy account, the Poshmark, if you do not just start, it will never happen. Because like I mentioned at the beginning, it's never going to be perfect timing and it's never going to look perfect. You might start it and you might change the whole thing. And I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to like have it have it look a certain way. Like your, your first version that you put out is supposed to be shit. I listen to old podcasts or I look at the first like the first ideation of my coaching program. And it makes me cringe. Like I literally have to squeeze my butt. It's so cringy. Like I'm like, oh, like, and honestly, if it doesn't make you feel like that and you put it out and you're like, oh, this is great. Then you waited too long to put it out. I've said that a hundred thousand million times before. If it's, if the first draft you put out is perfection, then you waited too long to start. So start messy. My friend Heidi Bushy is on the podcast next week, and she always says, and she got this from someone else, and this is what I love about the coaching world in general. It's like everybody is just like pulling golden nuggets from everywhere. I love it. but Heidi always says, go ugly early like change it, flip it, change the colors, change the name. You can figure it out as you go. Don't put yourself in a box and think you can't outgrow it. As you bring on new ideas and new things and as you start to learn more, you can morph it, you can morph and change into something totally different. You might start your business as talking about relationships and whatever and you might then be like, "Wow, I'm noticing that my entire audience is wanting this specific thing, so I'm going to pivot." I think so much of what we do is just a grand pivot dance. It's like the square dance of pivoting around our business or our jobs or or whatever it is in our lives. I mean, you can really take this and insert your personal scenario anywhere. So again, drop the perfectionism and stay curious and everything just gets so much more fun, right? When we stay curious and we think we can tweak and change and just have fun with it, then you take this... You take this like nasty, like heavy load off of yourself. Like, it's not supposed to be perfect. And any fear of judgment. Yeah, we're going to go there. Any fear of judgment that you have, that someone's going to say something, that you changed something or you did something. Listen, there is going to be a million critics out there. There's always going to be critics. Someone's always going to have an issue. Someone's always not going to like the second iteration of your program or the third ideation or the touch up or the new rebranding. There's always going to be someone that's like, "Mm, maybe not for me fine. That's cool. I think 99.9% of the time we don't go after that thing that we want so very badly because we're scared of what strangers say on the internet. Like, are you going to let a stranger on the internet stop you from bettering your life? Like even saying that out loud sounds psychotic, borderline psychotic. Like I'm going to let someone I don't know that doesn't know my story, that has no idea the inner battles I fight day in and day out, the silent battles I don't talk about, the injuries or whatever, I'm going to let some stranger on the internet chirp me and that's going to stop me. That's going to prohibit me from living out my truth, my worth, my goals, my dreams. What? That sounds wild. Sometimes you just got to say it out loud to call yourself on your crazy, you know? You ever have a a, a wild thought or like you you start talking crazy, you start, you know, you start saying all the negative stuff, you start going to the badlands and you say it out loud to someone else and they call you out on your crazy and you're like, oh, okay, thank you. I hope you have those friends. If not, you got to stick around because we definitely talk about that a lot here. So point blank is there's always going to be somebody that has an issue with what you're doing or you think that they would cheer you on and they don't. I think when we start a new endeavor, we believe that our closest friends and our family and everybody will just support us through it. And sometimes they don't because they don't see your vision. Your vision was put in you, in your mind, and no one else's. How could they get that? It's for you. And really the the real true work and the real true test is will you honor what was put in your heart and go after it? Because the longer you wait, you know, it might not ever happen. A dangerous, a dangerous, dangerous thing that happens right now as we go into this like holidays, right? we're It's all going to ramp up right now. Thursday's Thanksgiving and then we're going to get Hanukkah and Christmas and, and Kwanzaa. I don't even know. I don't even know what else is out there. Like it's just going to be all the holidays, all the things, New Year's. And we have this tendency to want to Pump the brakes. All right, I'll slow down. Q4, I did it. End of the year, like whatever. I did a really good job this year. I'll just kind of like slow my roll. And then, you know, the overeating and the drinking and the overindulging. And then you're not feeling like yourself and you're neglecting your habits. Like this is the time to ramp up your routines and rituals and your gratitude practice and the things that keep you floating and vibrating in that nice, juicy middle state. Because what happens a lot during these times, our environment changes, we leave, we go, different things happen, we're running into family members, we're being triggered. Like this is a really trying time for so many of us in so many different ways. Again, like what you can take this internally and personalize it for your situation. But I dare say, instead of slacking on those routines and rituals and practices that you put in place, this is when you got to kind of like dial up you got to dial it up to an 11. A little saying I love is when it gets hot in the kitchen, dial up the prayer dial it up, dial up all the things that kind of put your armor on for the day that keep you strong. I mean, you know what I'm talking about that, you know, the aunt that at Thanksgiving is going to ask you a question, the uncle that's going to say something super inappropriate. Like, when are you getting married to your boyfriend of five years and you, and you're at the table and you're like, cool, I guess I'll just, I guess I'll (laughs) I'll I'll just, I guess I'll just throw myself out the window. Thank you for that. Um, you know what I'm talking about. And so now more so than ever, It is so important to do those things, especially the gratitude practice. You know, we talk about Thanksgiving and all that it is, and it it really is about what are you grateful for? How can I serve? And I find that those things will really, they will really keep you super grounding during this time. Do something for someone else, ramp up the service and stop making it all about you and like getting nervous about what's going to be going on in your world and the questions people are going to ask you, 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 you. It's like flip that make it about someone else. How can you make someone else's day better? Can you buy pies for a local charity? Can you, I mean, just put it out, just flip the script. Stop making it about you and get into service this holiday. And I guarantee any anxiety, any anxiousness will immediately be dissipated because you will take the focus off of you internally and you'll turn it to someone else, especially serving someone else and making someone else's experience better. Back to gratefulness, gratefulness and a gratitude practice. I've said this a couple of times in my class this week, and I actually was shocked that I said it, but it was something that was on my heart and I wanted to share it here so it can get to more ears and more people. If I were to ask you to make a list of all the things that you are grateful for and a second list of all the things you love, how long would it take to name yourself? And you're like, Mads, I'm not going to put myself on the list that I'm grateful for, but we're going to just lump together. Great, grateful and love. And I thought that was really interesting because as we've, we're venturing into, like it's been 22 months that the world's been turned on its head and as we go into this time where things get really shaken up and, and it's gonna, it's you know, it's winter and like we hear a lot of things and it's a lot of there's a lot of triggers right now. And so to stay in that place of gratitude and love and loving on ourselves and recognizing how far we've come and really just giving ourselves a pat on the back. And some freaking appreciation as we walk again through the rest of this year is massive. And then grace. Are you giving yourself some grace during this time? Because like I said, there's a lot of triggers. I kind of feel like it's like a landmine of triggers actually. And so we have to like do everything we can to bounce around them. But nine times out of 10 during this next month or two, you're probably going to run into a conversation that you don't want to have or a person you don't really want to see or maybe an old ex or, I mean, I don't know. There's a million different thoughts that come to my head. I'm thinking of like every cliche Christmas movie and holiday movie and whatnot. And so I think the best thing we can do for ourselves, A, is stay in gratitude as challenging as that can be. And if you're having a tough time doing that, I always say get in service, like I just mentioned, like really, truly get in service. It's it's the fastest way to snap yourself out of a woe is me, low moment. Um, a low and like, oh, why is all that? it's always me? Immediately take it off you and and turn it to helping someone else. And I guarantee that anxiety and frustration and whatever that will, will all dissipate, like I said. And then also something that I think is going to really ramp up is the comparison right now. And we've talked about this on our call last night as well. It's like we are always comparing ourselves to what everybody else around us is doing. And I know we've beaten this subject like we've rattled it dry. We've rattled these bones like we're rattling dry bones here. But it's really true and I think especially when we see different Friendsgivings and we see perfect portraits of families or we see the perfect couple or how many people are going to get engaged this Christmas? Who's, like, who's going to be triggered out there by that? You know, We see these pictures of these moments of these highlights and we immediately say like why doesn't my life look like that? And we really, it's such a dangerous, dangerous place and as much as I love social media, you really, really have to be super cognizant of what you are consuming And I always say you don't just consume through your mouth. You're not just going to eat all the turkey and the gravy and all the things and the holiday pies and whatever. You also consume through your eyes and your ears. So think what kind of media, what kind of social media, and notice what it makes you feel like. And if it makes you feel like shit, then start unfollowing people, start muting people, start following things and accounts and channels and whatnot that are going to build you up and make you feel good and put that armor on you and give you that hell yeah like I can boom get out there tiger you got this because anything else we just like straight up don't have time for and just to touch on another thing from before that whole perfectionism thing and being scared of what other people think and strangers on the internet and things like that but I always say that somebody, and I will say this over and over and forever and ever, amen. And the best advice I ever heard slash received, you will never be critiqued or criticized by somebody who is doing more than you. Crazy, right? I feel like most of the time, the people that critique us or put us down or question what we're doing, mm, we got to kind of look at that. I feel like we tend to just see something or have someone say something and we read a comment, we do whatever, and it just absolutely shuts us down. And instead of letting it shut you down, I definitely encourage you to feel it because we're all human. But at the same time, like, does this person have any validity? Are they walking a similar, are they walking and talking in a similar arena? Are they doing something similar? Do they have the credentials to be giving you that advice or critique and, or are they even in the same line of work? Can you imagine if I went into like, I don't know, like literally (laughs) Can you imagine if I went in anywhere and started like calling people out on like what they were doing wrong or like, you know, gee, that presentation was kind of shit. Like what? I have no business doing that because I'm not doing that day in and day out. I think a lot of times we don't think about where the critique or criticism is coming from. We just let it just absolutely emotionally eviscerate us. And it's something to really think about. Like if this person is literally not even in the same stratosphere as you or spatial unit, and you're just letting it absolutely just take you down, like maybe just take a step back and be like, yo, what's going on here? What is this telling me? And to take that quote one step further, I feel like the people that are doing more than you and that are in the same space as you will most likely turn around and put their hand out and say, hey, let me help you because I've been there. And I feel like that's a rite of passage when you get to a certain point or you've mastered a certain skill or craft and you are a good person. Don't get me wrong, there's assholes that won't do that. But if you're in the crew of a rising tide lifts all ships, then you're gonna turn around and someone help someone else. If you see someone who's starting a new podcast, hey, I got a podcast, let me tell you how I did it. Or, Hey, I, I wrote a book. Let me tell you what I did. Oh, I self-published it. Yeah. Let me, let me help you out. Oh, you're recording that. Let me show you how to do it a different way. Oh, you're using that music. Okay. Let me show you how to shave this here and do this. And Oh, if you use this play- song in this playlist, Oh, it's going to pop. I feel like the people who are in your field, who might be a little bit ahead of you, You know, we'll say that like in air quotes, but I mean that if the people that are a little more practiced, that have been around a little longer, that are a little more seasoned, if you will, nine times out of 10, they're the ones that are going to reach back and help you. And it's only the people that are doing less or not quite where you are that will tear you down most likely. And so it's something to really think about when you are receiving comments or feedback or whatever, just take a step back and maybe look at it. Look at the full picture of what's going on. <sighs> I know we've jumped around a little bit, but I hope there's been some golden nuggets in there that will really help kind of just elevate you and leave you feeling footloose and fancy free as we kind of start to venture into these the holiday times and just something to think about you know, when you're starting businesses or you're taking on new things or you're getting the end of the year reviews and things like that. And, and And just really ramp up your personal practice of the armor that makes you feel strong when you walk out into the day, all the little rituals and routines that make you feel like the best version of you so you can get out there and get after it. And if there's something that you've been waiting on that you said, you know, I'll do it this year, I'll do it this year, I'll do it this year. And here we are no halfway at the end of November almost, and you still haven't done it. I dare you to start. I dare you to start this week. Don't say, Oh, next year, be the person that starts now, be the person that gets a running start into the new year. Don't slow down. Don't pump the brakes. What if you started today, right here, right now, and you just did the damn thing and you went after it. I guarantee you won't regret it. And that's really all I got for you today, folks. I am so grateful that you continue to listen to Wicked Fearless, formerly known as Mazda's Beyond the Bike switch it, change it, rearrange it. And I love that you like and subscribe and comment and love on this beautiful thing that I somehow created two years ago. Yes, this past week was a two-year anniversary of the podcast, which is pretty crazy. And so thus to show that if you put your mind to it and you just start and you keep showing up, the compound effect of your actions will eventually pop for you. I promise. Keep showing up. Keep doing the damn thing. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep putting your best self forth and it will all work out. And until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.